So all this to say, it really does start with changing your belief and knocking this idea of imposter syndrome to the side, whatever it sounds like in your mind. Like, Don't let that be the script that runs through your head and therefore runs your life. And I wanna say this one quote from Brianna Weiss. She says, fearful thoughts aren't a sign that you're on the wrong path. It's a sign that you're moving towards something you love. It also means that your old experiences or beliefs are being pulled up to be healed. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. As many of you know, we are coming to you during the launch of Purposeful Course. Purposeful Course is our complete roadmap to creating, launching, and selling your own profitable online course. As you also likely know by now, our business, Pursuing Her Purpose, is a course-based business, meaning most of our revenue comes from courses. By now, we've laid out many of the reasons why we all love courses over the last couple episodes. So today, we wanted to focus on the question, but can I actually do this? Well, yeah, and it's so interesting because we see this with our students all the time, with our listeners. They're just asking themselves, but will this work for me? So they see other people doing it. They have the proof. They see the success that other women are having. They know exactly why they want to have a course, but then they keep on thinking to themselves of, can I actually do this? Like that's the thought that keeps creeping into their mind. And to be honest, when I hear someone say that, it's imposter syndrome. Like bottom line, that's imposter syndrome and it can be really convincing. Like those voices in your mind can feel really true. They can be really loud. And what we know is that it stops people from following their dreams every single day. I mean, we've seen our students close down doors way too early or not make those pivots because imposter syndrome is what's standing in their way. So what does it sound like? To you, it might sound like, why would someone buy a course for me when there's already similar courses out there? And maybe they'll think, oh, I just need this one more certification. And I'm looking at this person, they already have six certifications. Maybe somebody would say, who am I to make a course? Or what are people going to think of me if I actually build this? I know a lot of people, and Kat and I talked about this in our last episode, but they'll be thinking, this seems so hard. I just want to stick with what I know. So for the next couple of minutes here, let's talk through imposter syndrome and just how we can nip it in the bud for good. So think about those statements that I just said, the ones about needing more certifications, why are people buying from me, this seems so hard. Did any of those ring true for you? Or maybe in your mind, it's something completely different. The thing that you're saying over and over again, the lie that you're telling yourself, what is that? And I want you to start off with just naming it. Name the thing, name the phrase, name the thought that's stopping you from moving forward. And I'm gonna tell you, this isn't a comfortable exercise. When you actually say the thing out loud that's stopping you in your tracks, you're coming face to face with a fear that you have been believing to be true. So here's the thing. And 
coaches like Carl Lowenthal, Brooke Castillo, they have these models that when you can control your thought, you have control over your results. And it's not direct, but I'm going to walk you through the steps here because a thought first becomes a feeling. So we're going to change right now. And I'm just going to use the first one just for an example here. In your mind, use the imposter syndrome phrase that keeps coming up for you. But what if we said instead of why would someone buy a course for me when there's already so many courses out there? What if we change that instead to I have what someone specifically needs. They're going to buy my course because of my experience, my personality, and how my message hits. So do you see how this feeling of lacking or inability in that first statement turns into confidence simply by changing the thought that you had about it? Okay, you're just changing the way you're thinking about what someone's going to do with your course. Feelings then go on to generate how you're going to take action or how you're going to act. So what we see a lot when people are having the imposter syndrome is they have a lot of procrastination. They're filling their schedule with busy work. So things that aren't actually moving their business forward, but they feel like their schedule is full. We see a lot of people being really slow to make a decision. So they know the, the decisions that they have to make, but they're just pushing them off or they're saying, I'll think about this next week. And again, they just stay busy. So right now, you might be like, oh my gosh, Abby, okay, I'm there right now, I'm doing that, I'm noticing that, and that's because your original thought and the imposter syndrome, that's holding you back right now. So what we wanna do is we wanna switch this procrastination to necessary pivots. We wanna switch the busy work to more focused work, work that focuses on your priorities, your values, things that are gonna move your business forward. We also want to switch this slow decision-making process into excitement and creating so that when you think your offer is worth it and you feel confident that's going to support someone else, that is what feels true. And as a final step to this ladder here, the actions that you're taking right now, so those pivots, the focus work, the excitement to create, they're going to directly relate to your result. So when we see imposter syndrome working ahead of confidence, when we see our business owners and the students and the community members doing that, this is what we see. We see incomplete offers, so things that are 70% done but don't actually make it all the way to the end. And when you don't have something all the way to the end, you can't sell anything. We see people not being strategic about their launches, so they create something and then they just put it up on Instagram or they send out a few emails. They're not strategic with their launch, which means it's not hitting or converting the way they want it to. And we see people really focusing on mistakes. They're not thinking of it as being lessons learned. And what we want all of you to do today is have offers that sell. We want you to have launches that work with your ICA, with your ideal customer avatar. And we wanna make sure that if you are making mistakes, that you're thinking of them as lessons learned so that the next time around, you just don't do those. You're not hard on yourself. You just simply don't do those and you can have a more strategic launch. So all this to say, it really does start with changing your belief and knocking this idea of imposter syndrome to the side, whatever it sounds like in your mind. Like, don't let that be the script that runs through your head and therefore runs your life. And I wanna say this one quote from Brianna Weiss. She says, fearful thoughts aren't a sign that you're on the wrong path. It's a sign that you're moving towards something you love. It also means that your old experiences or beliefs are being pulled up to be healed. So I think a lot of times when we can have that imposter syndrome coming up, and we feel it, we can feel guilty. We can be really hard on ourselves, but just know that that is an experience that needs to be healed. It's something that you can move forward from, and it's a sign that you are on the right path. You're going towards something you love, and that's why these feelings are coming up. 
That model is so, so powerful. Abby, I'm so glad that you shared that because I've taught in a couple mastermind containers, one where people were making six figures, one where people were making seven figures, and they would often have the same problems. But the biggest difference between the two groups was the seven-figure entrepreneurs could work through that model faster. And so therefore, they had better results in their business. The same thoughts would come into their head, but they would be able to work through it much quicker. They'd be able to take really inspired and big action, and then they would get bigger results. So I love that you shared that. I wanted to take time to dive into another, can I actually do this obstacle? And that one is time. And we get it. It is a real obstacle and that we need to make a plan for. We need to account for that. It's not like I'm going to try to convince you that there's unlimited time in the day. You know, we're busy moms. We have jam-packed schedules too. So we see you, we hear you if this is something that's going on in your head right now. And because we want more for you, we're going to help you learn how to prioritize. So the first course that I ever helped to develop happened when I was working as a dietitian and it was a full-time job and it also required 70% travel. So it honestly felt more than working a full-time job most weeks. And I have always loved just like having my hands in a few different things at once. And it just so happened that a family friend at the time came to me and we were chatting and she was interested in launching an online course. She also traveled a lot for her work and she was like, I just need to figure out how I can create this little package where I can work with people without having to go to them. So I didn't even know about online courses. I didn't know how to put one together, but I just pitched her and I was like, I think that I could help you. And I think one thing that's really helpful for every entrepreneur to have is this can-do attitude and to really lean into your curiosity and trust in your ability to figure it out. I didn't know then, but I figured it out. It's almost like I had this blind optimism and that blind optimism has always served me. And I know if I allowed myself to overthink this situation, I would not be where I am today. I believed in my ability and I am so thankful that this was one of my first forays into entrepreneurship. So I went out there, I took a course on how to build a course while I was building the course for this woman. So what did this actually look like? So I would finish my full-time day job. I would take a module or two at night. And instead of believing that I had to finish the whole course before I could start building the course, this is where a lot of people go wrong. They're like, I have to take 18 hours of class before I can start working on the thing. I started building. So I would learn and then I would implement right away. So this is one thing that I would highly suggest to students of our courses is to stop waiting until you have everything to think that that's when you can start. I want you to learn and then implement, learn and then implement, learn and then implement. And I felt excited. I felt like I had momentum and I felt like I knew I could do it because guess what? You get confidence from having results and you get results from taking action. So that's where your confidence will really start to build. So during my commute to work in the morning, I was seeking out inspiration kind of to keep the momentum going of this whole course thing that I decided to do. So I would listen to course creators. So even if it was only like 10 to 15 minutes, I understood how successful courses could be. And this was like my little snack that would keep me going. So this woman and I, we had worked out a split on this course that I was creating. So when she sold the course, I would get a certain amount of money from each sale. So there was more incentive and motivation. So when she won, I also won. And that really motivated me. So I know when you're sitting there and you're thinking, 
can I actually do this? Like, sure, Kat, Amy and Abby, you guys did this, but can I actually do this? You're thinking of a lot of the reasons why you can't, and that's super normal. Your brain is trying to keep you safe, and it's trying to keep you in the familiar and the comfortable, which is not trying something new, which is not putting yourself out there. But I want to remind you to think of all the reasons why you can. I remember at the time, my mindset was really, well, what's the risk? Like, What's actually the risk of me taking this course, building this course, putting it out there? My only goal at the time was to make back the money that I spent on the course. So I was like, okay, if I sell this amount, I made back my return on my investment. And anything else after that would just be icing on the cake. So if you're in a season and you're thinking, gosh, I would really love to create a course, but I'm not sure that I have the time. I challenge you to just look a little bit closer. Could you give up a few nights a week? Could you go to a coffee shop on the weekend or maybe have an afternoon coffee so you can take that module one or two at the end of the night? Could you wake up early and get that module in? Could you sacrifice a show that you're loving or scrolling to just take a module and tune in? I mean, you could even tune in if you're a nursing mom, you're often sitting there, you could tune in while you're doing that. There's so many pockets throughout the day that you could maximize if you just take a look. So that course that I'm talking about has made me thousands of dollars and it started me on a path of working for and then now owning my own business that has further shown me the value of creating your own course. Kat, that's one of my favorite things about you. I feel like you always believe that you can figure it out, that we can figure it out, and that our students can figure it out. And I really relate to this part of the story, this idea that sometimes when you have an idea, you have a passion, it collides with motherhood. So as many of you listening already know, my first business didn't start until I already had kids. So in my case, motherhood and career collided. But I decided that I did want to work during nap time and I would work some nights and I would work on the weekends because keep in mind at the time I was a nurse also, I would give up those time periods to chase the dream of starting my business because A, I really had a deep belief that it would pay off and B, I felt like I would really regret it if I didn't at least try. I wanted to bet on myself and to bet that I could do it and like Kat was talking about earlier, there wasn't a huge downside if it didn't work out. Like I would have been out some hours of work, but I would have at least known that I had tried. So if you listen to the last episode that Kat and I did together, we really believe that a lot of people have an issue with prioritization. It's not necessarily that they don't have the time. It's that sometimes a beginning entrepreneur can focus on the wrong thing. So you might be really focused right now on growing your social media account, which is awesome. But I would say you also want to make sure that you're creating an offer so that you can bring money in the door so that you are an actual business. Your own offer might be challenging you to be really vulnerable because your own offer is you taking the next step in your business and you taking your business really seriously. It's not as safe because you're no longer half in, 
you are more in. And as wild as it sounds, a lot of the times we get really self-protective. We don't want to take a bigger step because it's safer not to. It's safer to be half in. So no matter what you're doing or what you desire to do, we don't want the reason under the reason to be that you want to play small. And this is a really good time to get honest with yourself and ask yourself, do I want to play bigger? Do I want to take the next step? So if you are ready to bet on yourself and take the next step in your business and build a course, we want to do it with you. You can go to purposefulcourse.com and join us. Keep in mind, we haven't opened the doors up to Purposeful Course since January, and you only have until Friday, November 17th at 5 p.m. Central Time to join. 